Welcome to the Indian Podcasting Revolution and I'm your host Rohit Kokne. In our newest series Pod Peeps, we pull back the curtains and step behind the microphone with some of the nation's most successful, innovative and influential self-starter podcasters. From sharing their unique podcast journeys to unearthing their creative processes, Pod Peeps is not just about the podcasting. It's about the people, the brave and visionary individuals who dare to use their voice and change the game. Today, we have Dr. Srividya Sivakumar As the host of the Mind Stories podcast, Sri Vidya uses her storytelling skills to spark conversations about mental health in a safe and supportive space for listeners of all ages. Sri Vidya is a published poet and a TEDx speaker. Her 24 years experience as a teacher and trainer includes verbal ability for competitive exams. Today, she is here to share how podcasts have helped her to share insights and guidance to help every Indian navigate their unique mental health journey. So, are you ready? Let's tune into the voices of change, the voices of India. Welcome to Pod Peeps on the Indian Podcasting Revolution. Hi Sridevidya, welcome on Indian Podcasting Revolution. How are you doing? Hi Rohit, thank you so much for inviting me and for having me here. I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely great and it's such a pleasure to have you because you being a podcaster and having a lot of experience, it is going to be an interesting conversation because for the very reason you are doing this podcast, it really means a lot for a lot of people because the kind of message you have been putting out to the audience i'm really sure i have been looking at those particular podcast episodes it really does create some kind of a value to the listener so to start with could you just please walk me through the inception of your podcast dear mind and what inspired you to focus on the very issue of mental health thank you so much first of all for your kind compliments it means a lot especially coming from a podcaster with so much experience like uh, like you rohit i think uh, dear mind happened it's almost serendipity because and i think i owe it to two people one is smita murthy who got me into mind stories which is her content led platform that she started with swati nair and shantesh rao so shantesh was a guest on her podcast and then he suggested that she speak with me and we hit it off and then when i went to bangalore we talked a little bit more about my hosting a podcast and she wanted me to do an interview and i think you need special skills i think that you and smita have and i don't have it so she said why we are also considering doing a storytelling podcast but not a storytelling podcast something specific where we use stories to talk about mental health and i realized that that was like you rightly pointed out it's pretty much the need of the hour and what we noticed in our research is you do have a lot of storytelling podcasts you also have a lot of mental health podcasts not just in the world in india as well but if you for instance if you just take the storytelling podcast you you have some specific topics you've got for example you've got myths and legends right you've got stories for children you have these thrillers and war right the black the dark uh, stuff and you've also got ghost stories so that pretty much takes care of the storytelling side of things with mental health also you'll see a lot of experts talking about mental health but we are we are saying can we simplify it even further and make it approachable to everybody regardless of whether they come from that background or not which is why we hit upon this idea of using children's stories grown up stories stories in general poetry to talk about some facet of mental health that's how this entire podcast idea started and smita and swati decided to call it dear mind because if you notice all my linkedin posts start with dear so instead of saying dear teacher they said let's call it dear mind which i think was a very cute name and and that's how the dear mind podcast came about 
so good to know the story behind it because then it should always have a kind of a purpose because if we are having that kind of a purpose it always sets the tone and why we are doing it because then if the why is strong then again people will be able to feel that what is the need of listening to this kind of conversation those stories that you are telling to the audience because with the podcasting it's such a unique medium that we may not be able to know who is listening that but if a feedback is coming if a review is coming then we get to know the essence of it like yes it is creating an impact and that is such a kind of a impact that you are creating so my question still revolves around it like why did you feel that and what inspired you to talk about mental health so do you feel that any kind of a problem is that is existing which hasn't been covered yet into the journey of podcasting or so like i said i've seen a lot of podcasts even from india that deal with mental health but the whole idea i think it was joseph campbell who said people forget facts but remember stories right so i can give you facts about mental health for for instance when we were researching we found out that during the first year of the pandemic the prevalence of anxiety and depression rose by about 25% all over the world right and nobody was more affected by it than young people in the age group of say maybe 18 to 25 right and women okay but you'd be surprised to hear this when i tell you rohit less than 1% of the this country's total budget for health goes to mental health right so we we know that there is a problem we know that 10.6% of india's population suffers from mental health or needs mental help but at least 85% of them don't get it for various reasons there's a stigma we somehow feel therapy is luxury we think therapy is a way of gaining attention there's so much misconception around this idea of mental health so we know that there is a problem we talk about it every time there is some day to mark on social media for example we've noticed a lot more clarity, you know a lot more people talking about world suicide prevention because world suicide prevention day was september 10th but is there something happening consistently and is there something that's happening consistently that can appeal to pretty much everybody if i am a college student going to college and i'm listening to the podcast can i identify with the story or if i am a if i'm an executive in a company who's going through something difficult is there something in that story that i could take so the numbers are very scary for us they're uh, not scary i think that would be the wrong word they're very worrying for us i think it was 2022 nimhans said that there are 150 million people in india who need mental health and maybe just 30 million are actually seeking it so there is there is definitely a need for it there is an issue at hand and um, we hope that with the podcast with mind stories and what mind stories is doing is nothing short of miraculous i think between we hope that more people will start discussing this definitely and thank you so much for telling those facts because then the facts again doesn't those numbers really make a difference because then once we know that why we are doing and how we have to address it then the cause becomes more greater one is what i feel and such podcasts are going to create a greater impact is my belief into the podcasting industry because we have seen a lot of podcasts into the entertainment genre so because as a podcaster we are free to choose any of the topic but then if you're working for a kind of a better thing if it gives a kind of a safe place to each and every listener then these podcasts are going to find a very unique set of audiences what i believe and you all people are doing a great work into it so i do feel that podcast is more about the storytelling and your approach has been into that particular way as well so what has been your way of creating those effective stories how do you create that particular safe and supportive space for all the listeners because then 
again it has to connect with me as a listener if i'm feeling safe about it if i'm connecting to whatever you are saying then that particular episode that particular show starts gaining the momentum so what has been your approach towards that i think it's pretty much the most important element of all of this it has been choosing the story and uh, we've been lucky because swati swati nair finds amazing stories and smita also writes stories so that way we've been very fortunate and if you remember a couple of months ago we ran the storytelling contest on linkedin and we got some fantastic stories our second prize winning story is actually the one we are doing tomorrow so we've it starts with the story we are looking for specific we have a certain idea in our mind on what kind of story we would like to feature on dear mind for example with poetry as well you'll notice that there are some poems that are great to read from the paper and there are some that can be recited similarly with stories as well some look great when you read them but when you're trying to say it out loud there's something missing so we are looking for stories that can be read out loud which can there could be some intonation there could be some you know play with special effects or music or what have you so that the entire storytelling activity actually starts from there for me personally i love the idea of actually being able to i'm like i i'll say in my introduction i'm quite literally a storyteller right because i'm actually telling a story and i think my my being a speaker has has been a huge advantage to me because as a public speaker you know how to probably you know modulate your voice a little better and you always have the option thanks to technology of doing many do overs so i think that's probably helped finding a great story collaborating on finding a fantastic story and then being able to experiment with i have a pretty much free hand i can i can do what i want on the podcast right so that freedom has actually helped me maybe uh, explore my acting prowess as well as a voice actor so that has helped me as well i think amazing to know srividya because then people want to learn so whenever people start questioning like i want to start with a podcast but i am not sure that how i am going to do that how i am going to approach what is the style that i am going to follow so i always say that you don't have to copy anyone's style it's just about you if you are imperfect that's totally fine because when i started i wasn't having a media background i wasn't a speaker but eventually you start learning eventually you get comfortable with the process so this will help a lot many listeners is what i feel and it is always said that your podcast is not for everybody or everyone so you'll be always finding a unique set of listeners so if we talk about the target audience that you're that you're looking forward to your podcast who are they and who do you want to cater to Uh, see as a teacher i have to be extremely optimistic whenever i walk into a class i feel i can convert every student into a person who loves literature and vocabulary and poetry even after 24 years i've become slightly cautiously optimistic but that optimism still remains so i would love for the podcast to appeal to everybody but you're absolutely right rohit if mental health is not a subject that is of interest to a listener for example they they are under no compulsion to actually listen we are looking for people because we have i have received messages and emails as have the other members in our team from people who are dealing and grappling with stuff right and may not always have access to mental health for whatever reasons so when we get these emails we always feel it kind of reiterates and reemphasizes the work that we are doing because we realize that there is a need out there and going by the numbers that we are seeing even if they are small they still make us feel very happy that if there's that one person there's that one voice waiting over there who says you know i needed your story because it really made a difference to my day right that how can that one one soul or that one life be counted as any less 
So I would like to believe that the podcast or Dear Mind goes out to people who are just dealing with things. And it's a small bite-sized podcast, though we want to experiment a little bit with longer podcasts as well. But for now, it's what, eight, nine minutes. You can just listen to the story if you want. You don't have to listen to the reflections if you don't want to. But there is something that's there for everybody. And that's the beauty with children's stories, right? People always feel children's literature and children's stories are not for adults. But that's the that's a huge misconception because some of the most profound truths Writing poetry for an adult is very easy. Writing poetry for children is tough. Writing a book for a child is difficult. You cannot condescend to them. You can't be too highbrow also. You have to mit, you know, hit that sweet spot. So when you use a children's story to tell something that's serious, everybody can actually listen to it. So if we have young people listening. I have students in my school in the 7th, 8th, ninth, who tell me, yeah, they, they like the idea that their teacher is actually doing something else apart from school. So they say, we heard your podcast on on Spotify or something like that. So I do know that it appeals to a wide audience, but you're absolutely right. It is an interested audience. We hope that in time, more and more people are able to see the merit of the story, right? And then connect it to mental health. Absolutely. Because then when people start looking at the data, like uh, what kind of numbers I'm getting on my show. So it doesn't impress a lot of people. I just got 10 listens. I just, yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> I just got, okay. yeah, I just that. got 20 listens to my show, but they won't see that bigger picture that those are the 20 people who are your actual audience to start with. Yes. They'll show up yeah, for you every yeah. time. So that is something that I like, this was the intent to ask like whom you are catering, what kind of target audience people can target if they are starting a show into a mental health niche or so. So that will again bring a lot of insights to the listeners is what I feel. And as you said, like you just have to carry that optimism in the school or the class that when you walk into. So with the 24 years of experience into teaching English, so how do you feel about that? Has it influenced your style of podcasting or is it totally different from what you're doing? I think if you notice my profile and thank you for the kind words about it as well, you'll notice that everything has been related to language in some way or the other, whether it's been reading, writing or speaking. Certainly when you study literature, which we think of as life lessons, you are going to use some of it pretty much wherever you are. And I think in the podcast also that has helped me out a lot. For example, when we search for poetry and we search for stories, we are all drawing on our background of being readers, right? So that has actually helped me out a lot. And I felt like the podcast was a very natural progression. So you know these people, right, Rohit, who will tell you they want to start a restaurant and then you meet them one year later and you say, what have you done? And they say, nothing, it's just an idea. So the podcast was something like that for me. I always wanted to start a, a podcast. I wanted to do something related to poetry. I had all sorts of ideas. So when this was given to me, it was literally given to me as a gift. And I had to do nothing except say yes, because everything, the equipment was sent. I was trained. So it just felt like, okay, yeah, you teach English, you speak, combine the two, you've got stories and here's a podcast and here are people willing to take you on without you having any background in it at all. So yeah, it has definitely helped. That background has definitely helped me out. Yeah. Amazing to know. So how do you balance these two roles being a teacher as well and a podcaster? Do you find any kind of synergies in between these two? Very much so, especially in the reflections section, you'll see that a lot of my reflections are based on conversations I have with students. Because, you know, when you speak to young kids, I, I taught college students for, I think, 22 years. And now this is my first school stint. I used to train students for competitive exams like the GRE and CAT. 
and now i meet school students and they are their imagination is unfettered they will speak they will tell you things that you would not have even considered right they give you i i always carry a book with me to the class because i'm noting down all these truth bombs that i get which are such value addition and i always tell them look i'll i'll be quoting this in the reflections but i'll give you credit so it has definitely been extremely rewarding in terms of balancing it out the only perhaps change in my routine has been when i record the podcast like i said to you in our conversation i record very late in the night because if you live in a in a housing complex you know it can get really noisy <laughs> whether it's in the morning or the evening so i wait for the house to get really quiet and that's always late night it's been okay i'm able to balance it out same here with me i always tend to record in the evening because being into the steel business <laughs> we don't need that kind of a background noise <laughs> yeah i can imagine so evening is still okay for you is it rohit yeah yeah still okay okay <laughs> evening is where everybody comes out to play and i'm torn between being angry but also being happy the children are out playing rather than inside at home in, with their gadgets but it also means that i need to postpone i try to record at 8 in the night once i said no no this is not happening <laughs> let me just wait <laughs> so it's okay once in two weeks if i'm up till 12 it's all right i'll just record at that time it happens now you talk about a lot of like there has been a storytelling approach that you have been following you do work on to your content so is there any content plan that you follow with respect to recording your episodes or is it organic at times because then for me it has always been a organic thing I don't usually plan my solo episodes or so. I just will be having the topic and I'll be go on with the kind of bullet points that I have worked out or so. But I don't follow a script. So how is it with you? Okay, so we have we have a content calendar for the entire um, season that we are doing and that content calendar has been put in place months ago and we follow that. And it's very easy because we all have access to it so we know exactly what we're doing and since it's three people and we're all collaborating with each other the clearer the calendar is the better it is for us because at any point of time we know where we are we so we know that okay tomorrow this podcast comes out a week later shrividya will record the podcast few days later so everything has kind of set in a smooth fashion and i think it works for us because we're all all just like you rohit we're all doing different things right so it helps to have a little bit of calm in that Uh, in that state so we do follow up a, a podcast calendar but i will say that it's not cast in stone for example we wanted to do a special episode for world suicide prevention day we we changed around our episodes we accommodated that and then moved it so that's the freedom that we have to do and every time we feel that there is something that's a little more topical that we need to put in we just play around a little bit with it but yes we do follow a calendar amazing to know and is there a kind of a script that you follow with your stories or how much time you are allotting to like crafting that one piece of episode okay so the story that we get is written so we have that script we sometimes edit it for brevity we want to keep it short or a sentence that looks good when we read it but not to read out loud so that little bit of editing we do i write the script for the intro and the outro and also for the the author the the story the thing that takes me the most time is the reflections because we i want to make it contemplative i want to also so the first time i sent the podcast it didn't have reflections and smita came back and said but where are you in this dear teacher how do i know what you think and i said okay that's a great point thank you for asking me so we made reflections a part the reflections is a part of every story it takes me quite a bit of time to put that together 
the recording also takes me a little bit of time because now i've learned that you can delete words and add it but for a long time i didn't know that <laughs> so <laughs> if i made a mistake i would start from the first word again so yeah the writing process uh, does take us time and also discussing sometimes we don't agree on stories we're not always a peaceful bunch so we always like argue no why not this why not that what's wrong with this so that takes a little bit of time just trying to figure that out but it's great because it gives us a new thing to think about that's the time process uh, for me reflections i try to do a little bit off the cuff um, but i like to have a script in hand because i don't i don't like fillers uh, mm, i've been trained not to use those words right as a speaker <laughs> and i'm training students in communication i'm sure they'll say what is this ma'am you're using a uh, so i try to keep it as smooth as possible and i like i like the comfort of having a script because it helps me know what to say what not to say and i can constantly change is that the same for you as well rohit no like uh, for me as i said i don't follow a script because then i don't want to restrict my thoughts and as you rightly pointed out we always have a scope to edit that particular portion out so if you are feeling that we are going off track or somewhere down the line we are not able to reflect on what we are saying then we just have to rethink but initially it was the same for me i used to re-record the entire thing so if i'm just thinking about the topic and i'm not hitting that particular record button there are more chances that i'll feel that episode or that particular time that this is the kind of episode that i want to record but when i usually hit that record button it comes out in a very different way because then <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i feel so nice that you're saying this every time i listen to a podcast episode i always tell them i wish i could have done this better i should have done this better this constant looking back and then criticizing your work do you ever get over that yes absolutely because uh, it is a kind of a learning process for all of us we are going to commit mistakes we are going to overcome them we are going to try unique ways so that we can find the connection between the listeners and if it is not you then there are people out there who will be having a different point of view as well so i have tried like including those one or two minutes clip from my friends or the people on social media what they are thinking about that particular topic so in a certain way i'm just trying to connect with the larger audience that is how i am trying with my episodes or the kind of shows that i have been running but as you said like it's always a kind of effort that we have to put in and the better we do it there's always a scope for improvement and as a human we can't be perfect so we just have to digest that particular fact and it always depends on the kind of mood that you are having on a particular day or the time you are into yeah and how tired you are sometimes i can see the fatigue in my voice then i feel this is just a disservice to the podcast and i should not do it then i give myself a bit more time or maybe even another day before i do the recording yeah like and particularly with the solo episodes uh, unless and until i am not comfortable uh, hitting that particular record button i won't record just for the sake of recording or because i have to follow that particular timeline like this episode has to go on tuesday or wednesday but if not if i'm not feeling that kind of a vibe then it's not worth spreading out that false vibe to the audience as well I completely agree. I wish there were more uh, such authentic creators on social media like Kurohit because I feel a lot of times we are being given some information which you see as patently false and can be even dangerous especially in the mental health or in the health industry itself. You see people who are telling you to drink an abnormal amount of water for example or people who tell you that you know who give you the kind of advice that you realize is problematic but there aren't enough of us calling them out on it. We kind of just ignore it. So I think it's wonderful to have that conscience that says if I am not with it completely I'm not going to do it at all. Absolutely and we just have to 
preserve the authenticity of the medium this podcasting industry provides us with because your words can be copied uh, whatever the way you are putting out your content on digital platform it can be copied but your voice is unique to you your emotions are unique to yourself so whatever you are speaking that is going to be recorded and it is just that particular thought into your mind at that particular moment is going to be recorded so it just creates a very unique experience for each and every listener is what i feel and that is uh, that is how we are trying to grow and now we are talking about the growth so what is the kind of intent that you are following to enhance your listener base or the growth you are wanting for your show because then uh, recording or putting out the episode onto a platform is not just enough so there are people who are writing blogs uh, who are making posts on linkedin or any of the social media platform so what's the strategy of dear mind for uh, gaining the listener base not just for dear mind row it for mind stories itself because we do a podcast series we've got we have a blog where we talk about our um, podcasts and why we came up with those ideas so there's a blog just devoted to the podcasts alone it used to be part of of mind stories but now we've kind of delinked it a little bit of course since we talk about it on linkedin pretty much we've uh, seen a lot of conversations happening around that ultimately that's the goal of dear mind to have conversations around mental health to remove some of the stigma that we have surrounding this very very important and serious subject so yeah i think that those are the strategies that we are following right now a lot of the growth has been quite organic i think people are forwarding it to their friends somebody will tell me they heard somebody that i have not sent the podcast to will get back to me one of my students told me i heard this podcast i was like what really okay this is such a fantastic moment for me so that that's also been really lovely for us that's good to know because then recently i launched my website as well i have started writing blogs because then i want to give a kind of a holistic platform to each and every individual if they want to listen to a podcast that's cool that's totally fine you listen to that if you want to explore more of a reading type of a thing then there is a blog as well so this is the kind of a diversification that we have to follow and it is part of content creation yeah, yeah. that's a great idea rohit yeah, because uh, the more people get the more will they will be staying on to your platform there are better chances that they will be reaching out to you and maybe your students in school may be finding excuses for not doing their homework or so ma'am i listen to your podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you can't put anything past them they might just say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please use this excuse but no the point that you made is lovely this diversification of content is such a fantastic idea because that way you appeal to any kind of for example i like to read more than i like to for example if you gave me a photograph with a little caption my eyes are drawn to the caption rather than the photograph right to each our own so i think that's a that's a good idea so we are doing that already the blog is in place and then we've got the podcast as well amazing because then if we try to put out the snippets as well if you are trying to roll out that particular carousel format so what was uh, spoken into that particular episode it just create a kind of a excitement for the listener or the reader like let's check out this particular episode so that will totally enhance or boost the growth of the show as well and it reaches the masses as well is what i feel that's a good point rohit i i will definitely keep that in mind thank you it's my pleasure and sribidha i just want to talk about a very point like your poetry collection so if i have to name it the heart is an attic the blue note have been well received so how does your poetic sensibilities influence your style of podcasting or how do you try to match those kind of a thing okay not okay both of them were not well received the second one was definitely better received than the first one i think poetry has pretty much informed most things that i do in life 
where we find poetry to be a part of the podcast is that we are trying to introduce poetry into the podcast that was not our plan the plan was always to use stories but this year we've already done an emily dickinson poem hope is a thing with feathers we're also doing two more poems uh, hopefully with this in this season so we're trying to introduce more poetry into our podcasts and i think that comes from not just my being a poet but from all of us being big fans of poetry i don't know if it has changed the way i tell a story or the way i do a podcast but because it's poetry you can pretty much find sources and quotes from everywhere right so maybe a reflection section has something that is a quote from a poem for example yeah maybe from that angle that's a lovely question something something for me to think about yeah yeah uh, and it's really interesting because whenever people ask all the podcasters so what kind of format you are following for your show is it a monologue is it a interview format or so but i always say that i don't want to restrict my show to a certain format i have done monologue as well i have done like i do keep on doing the interviews as well i have co-hosted a format as well so i just want to try out new uh, newer ways to connect with the audience that is how you will be able to know what is working what is not working in what way you are feeling comfortable so it's your show you have to take that particular liberty but you just have to understand the whole essence like what you are conveying through that particular episode you can't just deflect on to say if this show is about uh, mental health we can't talk about the entertainment industry so it's just that the essence of the show has to be preserved but you can totally follow a different um, i think we could play around with it but i think the the goal or the idea will always be mental health and that should be the core element otherwise it becomes a slightly confused and confusing podcast when you listen to dear mind you don't know if i'm going to talk about a movie or about mental health and we don't want that we want it to be pretty much focused on this idea that we have in mind and it's totally true like when we st- uh, start with our own show people just randomly name their show as like rohit's rohit kokne's podcast show but uh, what he's going to talk about you don't get a prior idea of it you just have to go into that description then read like i'm going i'm going to talk about self love personal development motivation inspiration blah 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 so you just need to preserve that uh, essence that dear mind oh i get to know it is more about the mind or mental health so that clears the doubt of the audience that gives them a kind of a place where they can just hit the play button and listen to that particular episode i think so the name because we were discussing the name i think with dear mind what we've been able to do is we've been able to combine what i do on the linkedin on my linkedin page which is pretty much talk about language and the fact that dear mind is actually a mind stories production so by combining these two we've been able to create something which is a synergy of uh, two three different individuals actually coming together and so that has actually been helpful hopefully with time people will also and i think there's already people know with your mind that they're going to get a podcast that's related to mental health we take some aspect of mental health and we discuss it and what has also happened is where the outro used to be very general now i've started recording an outro because i got smita's suggestion i think it was a fantastic one where we give a little glimpse of what we're doing next week next time so people know what to look out for and that's been very helpful the, what you were saying about creating that interest with this outro we've been able to do that as well amazing to know i'll just try to inculcate that particular part as well into my show because then as, yeah <laughs> please do it help actually we know what we are expecting yeah. right so you can always you look out yeah, for I it i just have to record that each and every time and i can just affix that particular outro to my show as well because it 
quite sets an excitement for the lot of individuals like if they are not into that particular episode they'll be knowing that the next episode could be for me yeah and you know it's it is definitely more work because it's easier to just have uh, the the same intro and the same outro and i did that for the first couple of episodes and then we had this discussion and she said no why don't you consider this and i think it's a fantastic idea so now what i do is i always before i sign off i tell them that you know we're going to be listening to this and this is by this person and this is what it talks about just a little bit and then so when i post they know okay this is the story that she had already talked about two weeks ago so that's been helpful as well see there is always a lot to learn from each and every individual always <laughs> yes yes that is what we are trying to solve through indian podcasting Absolutely, revolution we yeah. just want to bring out a lot of audience so that they can learn about podcasting they can know about how people are approaching podcasting as a medium to put out the content is what i feel now sir vidya coming on to the last part of this episode there has always been challenges with a person with respect to podcasting so have you come across any kind of a challenges that you feel felt that no i can't approach this podcasting as a medium it is quite tough for me but then you worked on it you overcame those challenges and now you're doing pretty fine you are at ease with the process i think just getting my head wrapped around the technology has been was a challenge to start with but like i said i got some fantastic loom videos that made a difference for us with mental health rohit you always have a challenge where you're doing some topics that might be triggers for you for example with suicide prevention month we've all been dealing with some very heavy topics right so we we always want to be sure that when we are talking about it it's not just a trigger warning for the audience it's also a trigger warning for every single person involved in the process sometimes we feel no the story is just too much we're not able to do it sometimes we are able to overcome it right that has been the challenge but no i i'm i think i'm quite lucky and blessed because I think a solo podcast host's journey might be very different to mine because I'm not a solo podcast host. I have a lot of help, so maybe for them there might be some challenges. But now, thanks to shows like yours, Rohit, and the fact that there is technology available, and it becomes quite simple at the end of the day. And like you rightly pointed out, once you get the hang of it, it becomes easier to do. You it goes faster also. And. technology has played a kind of a pivoting role is what i feel there are a lot many resources available right now because when i started i used to record through the mobile phone recorder i do Same remember <laughs> i used to i do voice overs yeah. for events and uh, after covid the studios i used to go to the studio to record but then the studio shut down but the events started slowly they were all online so i would uh, you know what i discovered you if you close yourself in a room like for example you walk in you you decide to record in a bathroom because it's quiet you'll hear a lot of echo so i would actually open my clothes cupboard <laughs> and stick my head into it with my phone and then record so the 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 clothes actually absorb it used to come out very well so it's a trick that i learned with my voice over journey these are the hacks that you have to follow if you are low on budget <laughs> yes, these are the hacks <laughs> Yeah, it looks a little weird if you were to walk in and I'm talking inside the cupboard, but it worked. But yeah, like in 2023, <laughs> the audio has to be very good quality. Yes, yeah. it has. To be. But yeah. again, like I'll always appeal to each and every individual who is present on a social media platform that they should own a mic. You never know what kind of opportunity uh, will be walking towards you in terms of speaking engagements. So that will just create a better experience for each and every individual who is listening or viewing to you. that is uh, much required and if you have to uh, give a one advice to the aspiring podcasters or who are who are already into that particular niche of yours what could be that from your experience of podcasting 
I think I'm going to, I completely endorse what you said about being your own person. When you start trying to be like somebody else, it becomes after a point of time that inauthenticity sets in. People know that you're just faking it. I don't believe in the premise of fake it till you make it. No, please don't fake it. Make it. Even if it means that you make some mistakes and people can see it and so on, it's all right. But to be your own person is a lot more tough in today's world. Because if you notice, everyone is hungry for fame, hungry to be noticed, hungry to be known. And we're willing to do quite a bit to get there. But then if you are able to do it with your own authentic self, with your own voice, with your own style, whatever that might be, I think that would have, that would be a lot more meaningful, not just for the audience, but especially for you is what I feel. And do your research, especially with mental health. You cannot walk into a platform like mental health without knowing what you're dealing with. It's not a topic of discussion. It's not a conversation starter. It is something we're dealing with a very serious life changing situation. So it's important to actually know what you're talking about. And that's possible. The internet has made information and knowledge and learning so democratic today. No, Rohit, all of us have access. So we just need to find that. We just need to find and we need to read and we need to learn. And that's all we need to do to make the podcast more meaningful. Right. Our approach has to be a very thoughtful one because then we are spreading information out there to the people. They are going to consume it. They are going to believe it, what you are speaking. You're very right. Yeah. That accountability yeah. has to be there. I, I find, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on LinkedIn, we don't, we see a lot of talk, but not a lot of accountability. <laughs> right. So, and I feel yeah. that we do that. And, you know, and like you said, people are actually listening to them. So isn't it even more? So when I'm posting a something on language, which I've taught for 23 years, I will still go and do a lot of research and I'm always filled with doubts. I'm waiting for someone in the comment section to tell me, but really, because I know, oh, shucks, really? Then I go and check. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't want to be caught on the wrong foot, right? And it's easily fixable. That's the whole thing. It's not like that information is privy only to me. It's it's easily fixable. So why not just exercise that democratic right and learn more before we come out there and say anything or do anything? Very rightly said. And there's the other side to it. If you don't agree to Srividya as a podcaster, please do agree on each and every word she has said because she has been teaching since last 24 years and teacher always guides on a right path is what I believe. You're, um, you're very <laughs> kind, Rohit, but no, I don't claim to know everything. I'm still a learner. That, that's the fun of the LinkedIn posts for me because I'm seeing something I'm not really sure. For I learn... Some things that I always thought were untrue, I find out that they're actually true and I have actually misunderstood them. So I would have, I maintain a note where I keep all my post ideas and then I have to delete a couple of them because I later find out that that word is acceptable or that term is acceptable. So it's been a great learning for me, which is why I continue to do it. But yeah, it's been good. That is how our journey unfolds. And that is how we have to grow. And I'm glad that you are using podcasting as a medium to share a lot of stories, make that journey quite easy for each and every individual, because then at times we are feeling low. We don't have, we don't find people to talk with or who will be able to re relate to our story, what we are dealing with. But these kind of stories, these kind of mediums, if you're just listening to them, if you're just taking those insights, you start feeling better. And eventually you start to find your own way as well. And that is how you take that particular action so i just want to thank you and your team for inspiring many out there 
and you are doing a fantastic job this is how if a person is wanting to start podcast into a mental health niche definitely these are the people who you have to look up to because they are putting out the raw and authentic content out there they are researching more about it they know how to approach that particular topic and uh, i totally feel blessed to have this conversation shri vidya with you thank you so much rohit for saying that we'll be happy to help anybody who'd like to we are we are all learning uh, we are not experts but i think we believed like who was that who said it um, muriel rukesa she they say that um, the universe is made of stories not of atoms so we actually can find stories everywhere and if one of the stories or one of the podcast episodes makes people feel like okay my experience is not rare there are other people going through it which means if other people can find help i can find help too if that feeling comes in a person and they are able to go and seek help i think the podcast would have done its job absolutely and we would love to know from each and every listener if you have listened to this podcast do let us know how do you feel about this conversation we would be happy to have that exchanging conversation we would love to exchange those thoughts and thank you so much rividya for being on the show pleasure rohit thank you so much for having me here and i'm really honored to be in your company thank you very much Thank you so much. Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Take care. We hope you have liked the podcast episode we have had today on Podpeeps. By the way, if you want to join podcasters community, fill the form from link in the show notes. And yes, thank you so much for being here today. Do send us a DM on Instagram at DFY Podcast if you follow Indian Podcasting Revolution. And if you are yet to follow, what are you waiting for? Follow it now and join us next week for yet another episode. This is your host Rohit signing off.